the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the KFAX Ministry of the Week. Each week we highlight a local ministry that is impacting the community in Jesus' name. Our hope is to connect you to a ministry where you can grow and serve in Christ's kingdom. Now here's the KFAX Director of Ministry Relations, David Naderhood. And welcome to the Ministry of the Week. This is Dave Naderhood, and it's great to be with you again this week as we take time to focus on another church, another community, another pastor where God is doing great work. This week, it's my privilege to talk to Pastor Michael Snurley. He is senior pastor over at Red Hill Church in San Anselmo. Welcome, Pastor Michael. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. It's great to uh, catch up with you. Had uh, opportunity a few years back to uh, meet you and talk with some of the folks uh, over at Red Hill Church. I actually met one of your church members at an event not too long ago who said, I go to Red Hill Church. I said, I know that guy. So glad to have you back in studio and to catch up. Um, I think since we met last, you've had another child enter your life. Yes. Yeah. So that puts us at four. Right. Four girls. <laughs> four girls. My goodness. And uh, as we always do on Mondays, could you just give us a little bit uh, about yourself, your life, how you came to know Christ? Absolutely. (laughs) So married to my wife, Elizabeth, and we have four daughters, all whose names begin with E. We are the proud parents of the E team, we say. And having four girls with a, you know, in our family, we have a rule that all our pets will be male. (laughs) Uh, So we have a male dog and a male fish. And I don't know how to tell if the fish is male, but we're just calling him male. All right. And the pets have uh, names that start with... No, they're oh, just okay. totally random. The pets, the pets, the pets predate the children, so we couldn't, oh, right. we couldn't really get that rolling. Uh, what are your kids' names? Eleonora, Elodie, Eloise, and Elsa. Wow, beautiful. Thank that, you. That's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. How long have you been pastor over at Red Hill Church, and, and tell us how, how did that come about? So I've been pastor there for six and a half years. Um, I learned about the church while I was applying to the PhD program at Golden Gate Seminary in Mill Valley. And when I was applying, one of the people on the admissions team there uh, told me about a church opening and would I be interested in, in pursuing that. Uh, the interesting story is that at first I said no. Uh, but then after prayerfully considering it, changed my mind and said yes. And then the church said no uh, because they, they were in a place where they had to move very quickly to hire someone. And because I had not been a part of the process from the beginning, mm-hmm. they had to move ahead. But they did say that uh, that person may only be here for six months, which which ended up being the case. At that point, then I uh, was the lead candidate and took the job. As a candidate for that, was there a sense like, okay, this is, I mean, it's very substantively different than than church planting when you're heading into a church that's got a lot of history to it. And um, you know a lot of church planters, I know that. Sure. Um, you've been there six years, you said? Six and a half. Six and a half years. So uh, that initial that initial jump start, uh, well, we can talk about this a little bit more uh, tomorrow as well, but I know... Um, you know, hitting your stride, and at the same time, you pursued your PhD, right? Program, and mm-hmm. what was your specialty in there? Old Testament with a focus on the Psalms. Right. 
um, amazing stuff and how um, how you've been able to um, enter the life, the congregational life. Uh, that's going well. You're enjoying that. Absolutely. Uh, when when you know, obviously, knowing a little bit of the backstory, there was a lot of turmoil in in that period where I first came in. So when I uh, took the position, took the role, uh, there was a lot of work to be done, mm-hmm. both within the church and in the community. And uh, But, you know, three or four years in, we be- really began to see a change and a transition occur. And so for the last two, three years, it's been uh, a really positive uh, season in the life of our church. We've experienced a, a good, healthy amount of growth. And so I feel very uh confident about where we are as a church and very thankful and blessed. Amen. Well, we're going to have some more tomorrow with Pastor Michael Snurley. He is senior pastor over at Red Hill Church in San Anselmo. And uh, that's out uh, St. Francis Drake Boulevard, right? Sir Francis Drake. Sir Francis Drake. And uh, you can find out more about them online at redhillchurch.com. Again, that's redhillchurch.com. More tomorrow with Pastor Michael Snurley. Uh, from Red Hill Church, our Ministry of the Week. This has been the KFAX Ministry of the Week. You can find out more about this week's ministry at kfax.com. Join us again at the same time tomorrow for more with the Ministry of the Week here on AM 1100 KFAX. This is the KFAX Ministry of the Week. Each week we highlight a local ministry that is impacting the community in Jesus' name. Our hope is to connect you to a ministry where you can grow and serve in Christ's kingdom. Now, here's the KFAX Director of Ministry Relations, David Naderhood. And welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Ministry of the Week. This is Dave Naderhood, and this week it is my privilege to be talking to Pastor Michael Snurley. He's Senior Pastor over at Red Hill Church in San Anselmo. Welcome back, Michael. Glad you could be with us. Thanks for having me. After uh, yesterday, hearing about... uh, your wife Elizabeth, right, and and the four E girls uh, that are your daughters. I'm thinking that's an awful lot of estrogen in yes. the home, and yeah. uh, we'll be praying for you about that. Thank you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so far so good. Good. Uh, you know when when you mentioned about uh, your studies and the call to the church. I wanted to pick that back up today and just have you trace out a little bit of what the educational background was that, that led you to, did you, did you grow up knowing that you wanted to be a pastor? And, and how did that happen in your life? Well, as far as the pastoral call, uh, I did sense when uh, in high school, as I was really growing in my faith and being mentored by some great leaders, I was sensing a call to ministry. I did uh, pursue a Christian degree at a Christian school, so my major in undergraduate work was Christian ministry at Southwest Baptist University, a small Baptist school in Missouri. Mm-hmm. Is that where you grew up, Missouri? I grew up in Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. Uh, so going to school in Missouri, I, I ended up at that school because that's where my dad grew up. So all of his family and, and that part of my family uh, is is rock solid in the Lord. And I had always felt a connection there. So I, I knew I kind of wanted to go to school around them just to be closer to them. And that's what led me there to the school in Missouri. Uh, So there, my calling was focused a little bit tighter uh, to be anything but the pastorate. 
Um, so when I was an undergraduate, I was called to ministry, anything but the pastorate. Left school for a couple of years, just traveled around, but wound up back in Louisville where I grew up. And a friend of mine from high school, his uh, father-in-law was the pastor of a church. He approached me about becoming the youth pastor at that church. So mm. uh, after going through the interview process and praying through that, I, I took that position. And he strongly encouraged me to start seminary. Well, there's a seminary in Louisville. So yeah. I thought, well, I'll, I'll go there. So my master's was through Southern Seminary there in Louisville. But when I took that job as youth pastor, he came to me and he said, listen, I want to be really honest with you. My wife and I are applying to go overseas to international missions. And as soon as we get the call, we're going to leave. So he said, that may be next month. That may be in two years. That may be in five years. So he just wanted us to know he may not be there very long. Mm. Well, he and his wife received that call about a year in. And when he received the call, he came to me to tell me they were leaving. Uh, And he also said, you're going to be the next pastor of this church. Well, I was 24 years old, single. I had a year of seminary under my belt. And I thought, I said, that's the craziest thing I ever heard. And so when he left, I actually didn't even put my resume in because I thought there was no way. Well, the church uh, over the course of the next 18 months would pursue candidates or candidates would become uh, very strong and and likely. But then right at the last minute, right as they were going to make a vote to hire, Mm -hmm. uh, something would come up. And so... During that time, I was given a lot of opportunity to preach, and I grew in my confidence. So then after about 12, 14 months, I did throw my resume in. And after the third candidate, they got it down to one candidate three different times. And for different reasons, none of them worked out. After that third time, they came to me and they said, you're our only candidate, and we want you to be the next pastor of the church. So I was 25 and single uh, with only two years of seminary under my belt. Uh, And so that's how that worked out. After a year of being in the pastorate, that's when I felt called to the pastorate. (laughs) There you go. So I felt wow. called to the pastorate after actually becoming a pastor. Yeah. Because when I first took it, I just I, it just seemed like God was doing it, and so I jumped in. But after a year in, I thought, I like this. This is what I've been called to do. Yeah, and, and I, I've always found, I love to ask this question because there's never been one trajectory. You know, there's never a, been a, a sense that, wow, this is, a, this is the way it is for every guy going into ministry. And a lot of times our listeners are, I, I think, curious about that because, you know, people don't get to experience a plethora of preachers. They typically are at one church for a period of time and they get to see this one guy and hear his story or this one lady. So I'm thrilled that you could be here with us in studio this week. And uh, if you don't mind, we'll uh, jump back in tomorrow and talk a little bit more about Red Hill Church. All right. Sounds great. Thanks. All right. More tomorrow with Pastor Michael Snurley, Senior Pastor at Red Hill Church in San Anselmo. This has been the KFAX Ministry of the Week. You can find out more about this week's ministry at kfax.com. Join us again at this same time tomorrow for more with the Ministry of the Week here on AM 1100 KFAX. This is the KFAX Ministry of the Week. Each week we highlight a local ministry that is impacting the community in Jesus' name. Our hope is to connect you to a ministry where you can grow and serve in Christ's kingdom. Now here's the KFAX Director of Ministry Relations, David Naderhood. Welcome back to the Ministry of the Week. This is Dave Naderhood, and this week it's my privilege to be talking with Pastor Michael Snurley. He is senior pastor over at Red Hill Church in San Anselmo. Michael, welcome back. Glad to have you with us. Thank you. When we talked yesterday a little bit about your call into ministry, which was really sort of solidified uh, or maybe became a call after you were already in ministry, right? That's correct, yeah. Uh, Finish connecting the dots for us uh, briefly. You you ended up getting your PhD not too long ago at, at Golden Gate, right? That's correct, yeah. So uh, I was a pastor of Vine Street Baptist Church in Louisville, Kentucky for almost five years. Uh, as I finished up my master's degree in Louisville, since the Lord leading into 
uh, doctoral studies mm-hmm. and then applied at various schools and ended up accepting the offer to go to Golden Gate. And that's also when I uh, got connected to Red Hill Church. So I started my Ph.D. studies about six and a half years ago as well, coinciding with uh, the beginning of the ministry there at Red Hill and finished them up about uh, two years ago. Great. And you uh, got married before or after you moved out here? Uh, before. So this year will be our my wife and I's 10th anniversary. Awesome. That's great. So uh, so she's a Kentucky gal? She is. She Her father was in the military. So she was born in Hawaii, lived in Germany, D.C., right. wound up in Louisville. And so she does consider Louisville home as well, but uh, really was just there for her high school. Uh, yeah, MKs and PKs and all kinds of uh, good stuff wrapped up in this story. And now um, you're... You're preaching on a weekly basis there at Red Hill. Uh, was it uh, and is it still a fairly traditional service? What's the worship like? And uh, knowing your studies on the Psalms, do you, do you preach on the Psalms every week? Or <laughs> no, not not yet. Actually, you know what's funny? I've actually never preached a sermon series on the Psalms. Oh my uh, goodness! Preached sermon series on numerous. I mean, many books of the Scripture, but uh, haven't made it to Psalms yet. Uh, you know, it's right. there, there's. I've got some ideas back there. I think we'll get there eventually. I'll bet. But, you know, certainly for our worship service, uh, we try to blend the best of today with the best of yesterday as well. So Mm -hmm. uh, I would say the atmosphere is more contemporary, but there are definitely traditional elements to it. Uh, The music is certainly contemporary with guitar, drums, bass, uh, but we incorporate cello, violin, piano as much as we can as well. Uh, we sing newer songs, but we we don't want to lose sight of the treasures of the old as well. Amen. Um, and so, in many ways, it I, I do think it's a it's a, a blended service. I think we do it really well with our worship leader Chris Weezer. Uh, he leads it and and does a great job. Uh, then with the preaching, we I, I preach through books. That's what I do. So right now we're in the book of Isaiah. Uh, we start at the beginning of a book and we preach to the end, or I preach to the end. Uh, so we're in Isaiah 42 right now, and wow. we should finish up sometime this year. Uh, and, you know, certainly when I preach, I try to not only explain what's in the Scripture, but seek to find connection points with the people in the seats and how it connects to their lives on a daily basis. We Amen. take the Lord's Supper every week uh, just because, again, we, we feel quite strongly about um, the Lord ordaining that for us, for our benefit. And we would baptize people every week if we could. By God's grace, we will uh, eventually be, you know, have people converting to the Lord at that, at that rate. But uh, we also feel we, we, we love incorporating that. And, and by God's grace, we have been able to a lot in my ministry. But um, those are two things that we also like to emphasize in our service. Amen. Uh, as we wrap up today, I know uh, one of the things that um, had... Uh, just seemed to be a, a real attraction point when I was had opportunity to come out and visit uh, was the fact that that the church was embracing uh, sort of justice ministries as mm-hmm. well in some new ways and uh, and so if you don't mind tomorrow maybe we could talk a little bit about that how the church is reaching out and trying to make a local as well as sort of a global impact absolutely that'd be great um, we'll have some more tomorrow with Pastor Michael Snurley again he is senior pastor at Red Hill Church in San Anselmo out on Sir Francis Drake Boulevard and uh, beautiful drive out there actually and a great place to go and visit if you don't have a church home we want to invite you to go check them out they have services at 10 a.m. on Sunday morning and we'll be airing one of Pastor Michael's sermons this Sunday on the Church of the Week Sunday message. This has been the KFAX Ministry of the Week. You can find out more about this week's ministry at kfax.com. Join us again at the same time tomorrow for more with the Ministry of the Week here on AM 1100 KFAX. 
This is the KFAX Ministry of the Week. Each week we highlight a local ministry that is impacting the community in Jesus' name. Our hope is to connect you to a ministry where you can grow and serve in Christ's kingdom. Now here's the KFAX Director of Ministry Relations, David Naderhood. Welcome to the Thursday edition of the Ministry of the Week. This is Dave Naderhood, and this week it's my privilege to be talking to Pastor Michael Snurley from Red Hill Church in San Anselmo. You can find them online, by the way, at redhillchurch.com. I forgot to mention that yesterday. That is redhillchurch.com. You can hear some of Pastor Michael's sermons there. Is that right? That's correct, yes. And uh, welcome back, by the way. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Glad to have you on air with us and to shine a spotlight into what God's doing over in the uh, North Country. And uh, we don't get to hear from the churches of uh, Marin County all that often, but we are uh, happy that, you know, God is hard at work, even in the, one of the, um, even by Bay Bay Area standards, one of the least churched counties, I think, anywhere in the country. Is that right? That's correct. According to the 2010 census, it is the least church county in America. In America, that's right. So we can look at that and grieve. We can look at that and say, let's rise to the challenge. Uh, we can look at that statistic and just wring our hands and say, well, what's the use? The soil is too hard. What's your reaction when you hear things like that? For me, it's opportunity. And, you know, that was uh, the, the word that came to my wife's mind and my mind as we were interviewing with Red Hill Church. There was challenges at the church, and obviously the community context can be challenging for ministry as well, but there was one word we could not get out of our head, and that was opportunity. We saw a phenomenal opportunity with the church and in the community, and really the last six and a half years has been a testimony to God's goodness in uh, fulfilling that sort of vision that we had of the opportunity that existed, and we've we have seen God do amazing things in the church and in the community over the last six and a half years. Hmm. Yeah, I think about the fact that you became sort of, uh, by your studies, an expert on the Psalms, although you mentioned yesterday you haven't preached on a series on the Psalms yet, but uh, I'm sure that they that in-depth study informs some of your work, and I think of the Psalms as one of those, it's such a fascinating book, it's really a, a songbook for the people of God, but it speaks again and again and again about how we're to be a light, and how we're to let that, you know, uh, how all the nations will hear as we sing these songs of praise, as we sing the songs of ascent, and even as we sing our laments, you know, to be honest and real with our neighbors mm-hmm. is uh, a great starting point. So uh, share a little bit more about what, what you're doing in the community. Absolutely. Well, uh, we are blessed to be neighbors with San Quentin, and uh, our church has a vibrant ministry at San Quentin with many of the members uh, going in on a weekly, almost daily basis for some of them, uh, ministering, doing teaching uh, courses for GED, teaching theology courses, Bible courses. So we, we, we have a very strong presence at San Quentin. We have a strong pres- presence at uh, St. Vincent de Paul, which is a local homeless shelter in Marin County mm-hmm. uh, for uh, f- feeding, but also housing of the homeless. Uh, so we're, we're, you know, we're, we're very excited about those connections. Some of the new things that we're up to these days, uh, this week, actually, um, we will have uh what we're calling Friday Night Live on Friday night from mm-hmm. 6.30 to 8. Uh, that's going to be every Friday night for th- until the end of May. And then in the summer, we'll take a small break, but we'll relaunch in the fall. So we're really excited about the launching of our youth group. Uh, it's something that's been on our heart for a long time, but we've just never had the resources or opportunity to do it. 
the pieces have fallen into place, and now we're ready to launch. Mm. Uh, and then we also just had a team return from Guatemala. We sent a team to Sarstun, Guatemala. It was our first mission trip that we've ever taken as a church. And not only was it a great experience there, but since we've come back, the, the church has responded really overwhelmingly positively to embrace this community. So it is our hope and prayer that we adopt that the region of Guatemala where we went, which is the Isabal region. We specifically were in a village called Sarstun, and uh, it is our hope that we adopt that region for the foreseeable future, really for a generation to mm. see hope and change come, not just uh, spiritually, but also materially. There's a lot of things that can be done for them. Well, sowing those seeds uh, over the long haul, it sounds like that's what God placed in your heart in terms of preaching, taking your time through through books of the Bible, and now uh, sowing those seeds in a community where the soil may seem hard, but you're seeing God produce fruit. That's amazing stuff, and Uh, If you don't mind, Michael, join us one more time tomorrow. My pleasure. This has been the KFAX Ministry of the Week. You can find out more about this week's ministry at kfax.com. Join us again at the same time tomorrow for more with the Ministry of the Week here on AM 1100 KFAX. This is the KFAX Ministry of the Week. Each week we highlight a local ministry that is impacting the community in Jesus' name. Our hope is to connect you to a ministry where you can grow and serve in Christ's kingdom. Now here's the KFAX Director of Ministry Relations, David Naderhood. And welcome to the Friday edition of the Ministry of the Week. This is Dave Naderhood, and I hope everybody has had a great week and looking forward to a wonderful weekend. I know uh, it's going to be a blessing this weekend uh, at Red Hill Church over in San Anselmo, as every weekend they gather for worship at 10 a.m. We want to invite you, if you are in Marin County and you don't have a church home and you've been looking for a place that teaches the Word of God faithfully, we want to invite you to head over to Red Hill Church. It's right out on Sir Francis Drake Boulevard, and that is in San Anselmo. And you can find out more about them online at redhillchurch.com. With me in studio all this week has been their senior pastor, Pastor Michael Snurley. Welcome back, Michael. Thank you. It's been great to get to know you, get reacquainted. We met some years ago, and now I get to find out about your growing family and your growing church family, both very exciting. Yeah. Uh, we were talking yesterday a little bit about outreach, and uh, on Fridays I just always ask our audience to be in prayer for you as a pastor, for your family, for your church, and those outreach events. So I know, uh, you know, share with us uh, how we can be praying. Um, you mentioned a new youth group starting up and a Guatemala trip, but uh, just share with us a bit about how we can pray for you all. Absolutely. Well, I would always covet prayers just for our church in general and our, our ministry in the community. As we shared earlier in the week, there's a lot of opportunity for us uh, for outreach and evangelism. And so that's one thing we are constantly praying for at our church is to see people continually come to know the Lord. So we are we're encouraging our people to make connections with their neighbors and in the community in formal and informal ways, however that may be. And it's always a burden on our heart. Uh, to see folks from our community come to know him. So please be in prayer for us about that. We know that uh, that's that's the work of the Spirit, and so we rely completely on the Spirit for that, mm. uh, to, to accomplish that, even as, as, we are, as we are faithful to be obedient and to share what the Lord has done in our lives. But also please be praying for our youth group, uh, which is uh, a brand new work at our church. It's something we're very excited about. We've invested some, uh, 
you know, time and money and, and getting ready for this launch and it's launching. And so even tonight we will be gathering uh, for Friday Night Live at Red Hill, uh, 630 to 8. And uh, we have other activities going on with our youth group as well. Uh, so please be in prayer for us. Uh, that's, I think, a, a really powerful way we can connect to our community. Marin has a disproportionately large number of children and youth. Uh, it's where everybody from the city, once they have kids, they move to Marin County. So of course, we right. have we have very few young singles because they all live in the city. Right. But we have a disproportionately large number of families with children and youth. Mm. So it's an area where we feel uh, it is extremely important for us to connect to our community. And then also, please be in prayer for us as we are prayerfully considering adopting uh, the Isabal state of Guatemala for a generation of mission work, a generation of not not only spiritual preaching and evangelism and discipleship, but a generation of uh, material, you know, digging wells, mm. uh, providing medical service, and uh, safe and healthy means for exercise, and just there's a, there's a a wide range of things that can be done, and we are prayerfully considering taking that really big step of committing ourselves for a generation to helping them. Amazing and great to hear how uh, God's really placed in your heart a ministry for the long haul, both here at home and as well as abroad. Uh, may God richly bless uh, you, Pastor Michael, your family, uh, your wife Elizabeth, and the 4E girls. Uh, I've I've already forgotten their names, but I, I wrote down evangelize, enfold, equip, and empower. Is That's that right, right, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's it. As God continues to move and bless in, in your area, in your community, I just ask our our audience to, to keep in prayer and, once again, just to extend that invitation. We really want to encourage you to head over to Red Hill Church this weekend. 10 a.m. is their uh, service. Uh, Michael, thanks again for being with us this week. My pleasure. Have a great weekend, everybody. Grace and peace to you. This has been the KFAX Ministry of the Week. You can find out more about this week's ministry at kfax.com. Tune in this Sunday at 12 noon for a message from this ministry. Join us on Monday for another Ministry of the Week here on AM 1100 KFAX. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.